My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 90. And today, Jared's back. I'm back. Modern Mad Men's back. The good podcast will be back next week. But we took a, a few weeks off. Jared to be home with his family, and uh, it was nice. So we're, we're ready to get back into it. I think you're going to like this episode. We talked a little bit more about football than we thought we were going to. Uh, but we talked about Antonio Brown and all the controversy around that. Now he leveraged social media to really get exactly what we wanted. So you're going to like this episode, and we would like it if you would hit subscribe, give us some feedback, and let's go. Just some old heads from outer space, like we come from a whole other town and place. Mad men. Mad, mad men. Dude, I missed you, man. Yeah. I went through kind of a weird, I went through kind of a weird, like, morning period when you left when you, first day you were gone I just roasted you yeah to everybody second day I, I roasted you and then by the end of the day I was kind of sad and by the third day I just missed you the third day should be the day you're celebrating bro yeah well I was celebrating but I was also sad for me yeah I heard you were roasting me out in the waiting room too oh dude I was I had yeah it was a good time how the heck do I get out of this it was a good time I can't leave. You took a few days off work, and you've forgotten everything. I can't leave this page if I'm broadcasting from my computer. Yeah, you can. Can I? I don't know. I wouldn't. Okay. You know what? We'll just write it out. We'll write it. It's all good. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, man. It feels like you've been gone for three months. Yeah, it uh, felt like a while. It's only been two weeks, though. That's oh, longer than two weeks. No, two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be a we'll have a two week two week old baby in a couple hours. That was a that was a uh, that was a long day for y'all. That was that was a long couple of days for us, mainly for Emily. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of a long like three days though, because being in the hospital, it was driving me nuts. Yeah, that's fair. Staying in the hospital, that's not really your thing. Yeah, being around people all the that time. Was, it wasn't even. I don't even know. I think it was just being there. Yeah. It was like our house is like 10 minutes away. Can we just take this baby to our house and get on and living? I know. I wonder if you could pay a little more for them to just come to you. I don't know. They were super helpful, though. So it's probably a good thing that we were there for three days. But yeah, it was a. We went there, what, Monday at like four and left Thursday at like 11 in the morning. So it could have been worse. Yeah. I don't know if Emily would say it could have been worse yeah that's tough it was a i'm glad women have babies and not men yeah i'll just say that i don't think there'd be many babies yeah because i don't think i could uh i don't know i don't think i could have done it watching some of the stuff she had to go through nope but she was super brave and she did it and we got a baby now a great a great beautiful yeah he's, boy. he's all right we love him he's cute he's got some curly hair he does have some curly Hopefully hair. that sticks around. Apparently I started off with straight hair and then my hair turned curly. So hopefully it's not reverse. reverse. And he starts with curly hair and it turns straight. Because you straight haired people. I usually don't hate on groups of people, but you okay. straight haired people. Yep. I'm just kidding. I got nothing. I don't really have straight hair. Yeah, you got pretty straight hair. If it gets long, it starts to curl pretty bad. I did notice your, uh, I hadn't seen you in two weeks, and I saw, I noticed your booty fade when you and Katie came over the other night. That's rolling, man. It is rolling. I'm getting my haircut this week, too. It's going to be super fresh. I need to get a haircut. Yes, you do. Aye, aye, aye. 
I got some poofs going. I like it. I think you should keep it going. Poofs. Man, well, I missed you. I'm glad you're back. It was, uh, I wouldn't say that I don't respect what you do up here because I've always respected it and I've always guessed you up, but I definitely learned the level and the depth in which you do things. Yeah. I'm very impressed. It's kind of, it's, it can be difficult, which apparently I didn't do a very good job on some stuff, but like making sure everything is on budget and scheduled, which yeah, I, which I, I don't know. I think that's the easy part. Okay. Keeping up with it's hard. But I think I think how you've structured everything inside of our business manager and the depth you've gone in some of the accounts is very impressive. Yeah, so good. It for is. You. It is a lot. I remember like when we first started doing this, we're using one ad account and yep. had like every single client in one ad account. Yep. Now that ad account is a reason why we can't add more ad accounts. Yeah. So, but yeah, just just having the separate ad accounts is kind of a game changer. It makes everything a lot easier. How yeah. do we even do that with just one ad account? Uh, I don't think that we were doing things at the scale we're doing them now. Were we just super good at like labeling and naming our campaigns so they were easy to find or what? Do you remember how we used to do billing for Facebook? Yeah, it was the worst. We used to like print off the, the yeah. bills and do it by hand. That's why when they when these millennials start griping about billing, it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. This is four times easier than it used that, to be. Yeah, that used to be, man, what were we even doing? Do we Were there just not the capabilities yet of doing billing how we do billing now and... Like setting up ads manager the way it's set up now? Nope. Well, thank goodness Facebook has well, no, no, no. made I, some adjustments. I bet uh, I bet all that was there. But you got to realize when we started doing when we started doing uh, social media campaigns and running people's social pages, we just jumped in and then started rolling. And we grew real fast. That was like seven-ish years ago, though. Probably maybe eight, nine. So, that, I guess that's been quite a bit of time. You've been here for how long? I don't remember. <laughs> I think you've been Five, here for six, seven, seven. Yeah. Somewhere in there. But, so, but all that to say, we didn't really spend a lot of time figuring out the best way to like structure it internally. We just try to make it better for the client. So, we were probably years deeper than we should have been into some stuff where it's like, uh oh, maybe we shouldn't be. Doing it this way, yeah. We still have we still have a, a software that I won't bring up, I won't hate, that I manually have to go and count things, and then run an equation to bill it. Dude, they just give me a bill, and then I have to reconcile it for our accounts, and Dude, that, that to was, me makes no sense. I don't know how we ended up so accurate with our billing with the way we used to do it. Yeah, apparently we're just we're just math whizzes. So because I remember it was like. They like Facebook is. I think they're still. They aren't as weird with how they bill, but they there'd be like one cent charges on like a line on the bill, and you have to like connect that to whatever client that was, and yep. then find all their charges. Which there's like they were cutting off every day. There were pages and pages and pages of each month's bills of charges, and you had to yep like they weren't broken out by client or anything. We had to find yep. each charge or each client, and then add them up and make sure. That it was right, like with yep. what it said the total was in ads. Man, it was a nightmare. And the worst part was, you couldn't label like a boosted post. Yeah, and it was just like it would be like yeah. boosted post, and then a bunch of numbers, and then every once in a while you might see something you're like, oh, that goes to this client. Yeah, but otherwise you'd have to click into it. Yeah, and when you spent ten thousand plus dollars, and the way Facebook was doing it at that point in our account, it would cut off at the end of the day. So you your budget was never right. You never hit ten dollars. You yeah. never hit eighty dollars. It'd be yeah. like sixty-seven thirty-two. Yeah, like, oh, this is the worst. I gotta find this. Yeah, we have we have like one ad account 
now that's kind of like that, but it's only like four uh, different. I guess it's kind of like the same the one client, but they have like four different businesses and they're all under one ad account. And just doing like those four different businesses under that one ad account. That's that's, like, that seems like a hassle now. We used to do that for everybody, like fifty clients within one ad account. Uh, we're growing up, man. We're getting better at this thing. Yeah, good thing. Slowly, slowly but surely. Yeah, that was a that was a damn nightmare. I feel like I have so many things to talk to you about. Well, let's get going then. We got. What, what do you want to talk about? Well, just, it's just been crazy. It's been you. Uh, you saved my dog yesterday. Also, also was part of the reason of your dog getting out. No, I was part. I was probably the main reason because I thought our door was unlocked, and then you try to open it and it was locked. So then they just started freaking out. I went to go set the food down because like I don't want to bother them. Yeah, and then I looked down and there's just ants on your porch, and I was like, that's gonna be my luck. Oh, we got an ant problem. I well, know that it wasn't like it wasn't a bunch, but it was enough that's like I'm gonna just set this down, and he's gonna come back, and there's gonna be a cockroach in the bag. I actually killed a cockroach the other day, and I was super proud of myself. I killed a cockroach outside of your house when we came over last week. Did you really? Yeah. What the heck? I was just didn't the, the same thing to you. Was it on the front porch? Yeah. That's where I killed mine. Yeah. Oh, no. That's probably, probably husband and wife, so you should be fine. We got a cockroach infestation. Yeah. That's a bigger nightmare than billing back in the day. Oh, <sighs> uh, for sure. Yeah, you, you, saved, you saved our dog yesterday. Brought us brought us dinner and saved my dog. It's funny that he wouldn't come to me, but you said, go get in your truck, and he just yeah, that's immediately like, wanted to get in. That's like the only way he'll come to us now. And like, he was great. Like, we can do the whole treat thing, and we'll just, like, turn around, look at us. Nope. No. That's not happening. So, he, yeah, we either have to get in our cars, and for, I, I guess he just loves car rides, and he'll jump in the car, or he'll just end up in our backyard again. <laughs> yeah, he went he went further than he, than he usually does yesterday. And I was just walking down our street barefoot, holding a baby, trying to cover his <laughs> eyes from the sun. Probably the most redneck, look, redneck looking thing ever. Oh, yeah, but it worked. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at parenting already. Just walking, walking my two week year old son down the road with no shoes on. We gotta let him. You gotta let him experience the real world. Yeah, good thing I got. What are you gonna do? Just leave him inside. Good thing I got some thick skin feet. Yeah, we had uh, Ellie last night. Cried all night. Like just whined. Not like cry was even more sad. Um, because she got four shots yesterday. Oh man! At her one-year appointment, yeah. I think Walker's about to have, to have some stuff done to him. That's probably not going to be too comfortable for him. I give you a pro tip. Yeah, you got to hold. Him. Was that a was that a pun? A pro tip? No, I should have thought that way, but I didn't. You got to hold him. Oh yeah, I don't even know how that whole like situation plays out. Obviously, I've never I've had it done to me, but I was too young to remember. You you don't make Emily do it. They put him down on the um, table. Mm-hmm. Gonna set him down. Wait, how do you know this? What? How do you know how this? Oh, works? sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I was talking about, about the shots. shots. Okay. I was talking about the shots. Okay, you're not gonna be involved in that part. Okay. Sorry. Good, because I don't want to be. No, no. I was talking about the shots. I thought you were talking about holding him for that. No, no, no. Like, no. I don't. I don't really want to do that. On the shots yeah. game. He uh he got two shots like right after he was born, like within an hour of him being born, and he took the first one and didn't. Even flinched, didn't cry or anything. The second one, he, he cried a little bit. Yeah. So we'll it, gets, see. it gets worse the older they get, I think. I would imagine. Yeah. They start to recognize, like, now she's like looking at me and she's saying, Dad, 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 Dad. And it's like, yeah. No. Yeah. So I did I did cut that umbilical cord, though. And I was, they said, they handed me like the sheer things. And, like, it's kind of thick. It might take a couple, a couple clips at it. And I just did it one clip. I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> you know what I appreciate about you? What? You got ice water in your veins. Yeah. And 
everyone in the waiting room is just it's just high like high level of intensity everyone's excited everyone's waiting and it's just kind of like waiting waiting you know get the text like mom's good baby's good great everyone's excited and the relief was there and then you kind of just come around the corner and when i came out it was kind of more dramatic you just kind of came out like you also had a lot more people there well mainly because we made people wait six days in the (laughs) hospital for us to have a kid but you just kind of walked around the corner it's like just kind of had this demeanor like it wasn't your first rodeo like hey what's up guys baby's great everything's good that's because i had just cut that umbilical cord third thing you said was first snip first thing you said was first snip yep scissor flipped first snip scissor flipped yep that should be a t-shirt that should be a that's a great idea actually that should be a t-shirt first snip scissor yeah, flip that's kind of that's kind of surreal also that thing that cord was a lot longer than i thought it was going to be i never got to see it it was it was kind of strange but it's also kind of beautiful that little cord was just just nutrients were going through it Dude, that's so wild yeah and his little nub fell off today so he finally has his belly button I guess he always had a belly button, but now it's visible. Now, now it's, you can see it. Yep. That's crazy. So, yeah. Welcome back to your first day at work. Just two dads sitting in here podcasting. Yeah. Hey, man. It's kind of weird. I'm excited about getting home tonight and mowing. Yeah, that's, shoot. That's what I need to do. I do, too. I'm waiting. I'm hoping that he'll be mowing for me in, like, two weeks at the most. Worst case know? scenario, next summer. Yeah. Uh, he better he better not put it off till next summer. He needs to figure it out in the next couple of weeks. I think he'll be able to do it. Like I don't want to have to mow again myself the rest of this season. Why'd you have a kid? So you know he can mow exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ellie's got the easier task. She doesn't have to worry about mowing. She just has to make sure the dishes are done, and laundry and stuff. Just kidding. Um, and if you're offended by that, okay. Uh, so what do you think about you watch Hard Knocks? Mm-hmm. Great show. Great show. Um, I felt like it was more anticlimactic than most of the other years. I know they had the drama with AB. Other than that, kind of just pretty even. Yeah, kill. I think if they could, if they would have done one more episode, it would have been maybe like the best season ever. Also, don't think they told told the story correctly for AB. In what way? Uh, just like some of the stuff he missed while the show was going on, they never acknowledged. Like you know, like your star player missing that practice, he later gets fined for. Or a mandatory media oh, yeah, yeah. show for, and they yeah. don't even bring it up. Yeah, how do you not bring it up? Yeah, so it seemed like he was there, like whenever he could be there. I know, like during the show. And when he did show up to stuff, even when he was late, it, he was a hero for being there. They really yeah. made him the hero, which I have no problem with. And it, it seemed like John Gruden just had a man crush on him. Yeah, that was a. I think he gassed him up a little too much. Yeah, but my question is, so if you don't know, what we're talking about Hard Knocks is a show that HBO puts out that follows a football team every summer. Um, and preseason leading up to the football season and um, the feed go down. It'll come back. Follows the football team and this year they follow the Oakland Raiders and if you're a sports fan at all, you know about a guy named Antonio Brown um, that probably one of the, probably the best receiver in the league and he went through all this drama. First, burned his feet in a cryo chamber, frostbitten and has no skin on the bottom of his feet. So that happened. Then finally makes it back to the team and he will not play because he has a helmet that he wants to wear from 1977. Uh, and so like, that's too old of a helmet. Can't wear it. He's like, okay, cool. So he appeals it, appeals it, finds another helmet. They won't let him use that helmet. Um, the third appeal, I think, I think they did three. 
lost all of them. Finally, he's like, all right, I'll get my own helmet. Um, and then everything seems good. He gets apparently a letter in the mail from the GM. The GM says, hey, we're fining you for missing all this stuff that you're supposed to be at. Kind of, it seemed even reading the letter kind of like a warning shot. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, you're getting fined because you missed a bunch of stuff. Just don't let it happen again. Also, for some reason, that's not like the language and everything that was used in that letter was not what I was envisioning from like a GM to your best player. No. It's just like the most professional thing ever. I know. Somebody else wrote it. Yeah. A lawyer. Or they just have a template and they just replace. Probably. Probably yeah, more than likely. For some reason, that's not what I was expecting. So Antonio posts a letter on Instagram and then the next the next day at practice decides during practice to confront the GM um, threatens to punch him in the face says a bunch of other things that I personally cannot believe there's not a camera that caught that somebody's got that footage do, do you know what he said yes you do yeah. well, I've, I haven't seen that yet um, all I saw was they got into like an argument and then he like punted a ball well all he said he, he did say he was going to punch him in the face at one point oh yeah I did see that I didn't see any other stuff he said though he also called him a cracker oh <laughs> didn't know that. um and there was a couple of reports. Most people did say that he said that. Uh, either way, he got he's frustrated, got mad, punted a ball, said, find me for that, and then shh, rolled out. And then the next day, so this is Wednesday, Raiders' first game is the following Monday. That Thursday, he comes out to the media. Oh, no, that Thursday, he's suspended. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's, he's going to be suspended. He's going to lose his $30 million guarantee. Huge frustration. Friday comes around. He apologizes. They're like, he's starting on Monday. All is good. Saturday, he posts, release me. Saturday, they release him. Saturday, the New England Patriot champions pick him up, and he's now on a new team. Yeah, which is the most predictable thing ever. Like, once he was released. Did I you think, see my text message, by the way? I think everybody knew. Did you see me text that before? Uh-uh. I posted, somebody said, I was in one of our lead texts, and I said, I just hope he doesn't go to New England. That was the first thing yeah. I said. I think I think once he was released, most people were like he's going to end up in New England. Three teams were apparently were in the running: New England, the Browns, which would have been interesting, yeah, and the Seahawks, yeah, because apparently Russell Wilson had been working out with him in the summer. Yes, I saw the Seahawks. I didn't see the Browns. I think the Browns were probably just naturally thrown in there because of who they have all acquired. Do you? Which is not what we're talking about today. I no. just want to give a timeline. Do you follow the theories, or do you believe in the theories? That it was all planned. 100%. Dude, there's, yeah, there's just way too much stuff. I don't, the thing I don't understand, okay, what Jared's saying is, so, yeah, explain it. So, you sent me a text as he, soon as this came out. He, pl- he played for Pittsburgh last year, um, and basically had some, some locker room fiascos with them. Yeah, a lot asked, of drama. Asked to be traded. Did he, he asked to be traded, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they, New England offered Pittsburgh a first round pick for him and they did not want to send him to New England because they're the reigning champs. They're already too good. So instead, Oakland offered them like a third round pick and a fifth round pick and they traded him to Oakland. But I think from that moment he wanted to be with New England and I don't know how much, which I, I completely believe like the theory that he was planning like this whole time to end up with New England. Um, but I don't know, like, how much, like, I don't know if the helmet part of it was, like, part of his, part of the plan, if, like... 
Yeah. The cryotherapy. Listen, uh, if that, he that burned pro- his feet Yeah, for this, that probably wasn't part of the plan, but... He deserves it. I don't know. But yeah, then I, I got like a notification that said like he had reached out to like a social media specialist yep. to get advice on how or what he can post to get released or something like that. Yep. So he, he like put together that video of like a phone call with John Gruden, which apparently is kind of a big deal now. So in California, you can't like record phone calls, record phone calls. Yeah. So I think Gruden already came out and said that he'd already given permission. He did. Yeah. Cause I I saw that they basically just ran the video by him and all Gruden said was, I love it, but he never gave like actual permission. Oh, okay. That might be right. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's, I, I think Gruden, he won't, but Gruden could, could like, I guess, press charges or whatever if he wanted to. Super soft um, if he does. Yeah, I don't know how much, if there was a plan from the beginning, I don't know how much went into the plan. Yeah. But the fact that he reached out to like a social media specialist uh, for tips on how to get released, for sure, like basically proves that there's a plan for yeah. for this to all play out like it did. I guess the question is when. You yeah. Know, like, was this decided in the off season? He's like, I'm going to get to New England. Yeah. Or was this decided... Um, I don't know. It's just, it's so, the whole turn of events is wild. Like the apology and the helmet stuff and the, the G, John Gruden always publicly supported Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. And it the GM like, did throw some shots early. Yeah. According to like what they showed on Hard Knocks, it seemed like Antonio Brown was super stoked to be a Raider. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't think they told his story well. Yeah, like, I don't think I, they did either. I think that they, I don't, and that might be a because I'm pretty sure on Hard Knocks the team gets to see the episode before it goes out, mm-hmm. so that they can say no, we don't want that in there, just for like planning sake. Yeah. Um, but man, I don't know. I think that it definitely was planned. I would even willing the conspiracy theory in me says that he definitely would talk to Belichick. Oh yeah, that wouldn't surprise. This me was already decided. Like, hey, I'm gonna press for this. Yeah. And let's make let's get a deal. I wouldn't be surprised if what's his name Rosen, Rosen. Oh, his his agent. Yeah, what's his name? Rosen Rosenhouse. Rosenhouse. Yes. If uh, if they already had they already had this thing almost inked. Dude. I really I really and I'm not trying to get any like like say that anyone's breaking the rules. And I don't blame Antonio. I mean, if this is to have a strategy to get out of something, I mean, it kind of it worked. Yeah, I I just feel like. The stri- like the the planning started happening to some degree once Pittsburgh would not trade him to New England because they didn't want him to play for them. Yeah, I think once he like realized that they refused to trade him new- to New England, I think some some degree of a plan was forming. Yeah. What do you? What if? Okay, let's just play this out. Let's say that's true, and then he goes to the whole off season, and he's starting to work on this plan. And then he hops in that cryo chamber and burns his feet. So on, now he's like on purpose. No, no. If it, but if it wasn't on purpose, that delays the plan. Yeah. So now he's got to keep himself off the field and healthy as long as he can. He never played a preseason game. Mm-mm. As long as he can to get to the point where they can get there. So I think he was healing up as fast as he could. He was working hard and was trying to stay in good graces. He didn't want to have like a huge debacle until it was time. And yeah. I think he waited to the perfect moment and pulled off seemingly, I mean, just some of the videos too were a little overproduced. Like the, the John Gruden call, 
was a pretty overproduced video. Yeah. For what that was. Oh yeah. So he he has a social media team with him a lot apparently. Yeah. And even the thing where he got the where he found out he was released and took off running. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, dude. I like it as a as a sports fan. If you're gonna put your body on the line, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I don't care. I just love that he he reached out to a social media specialist to help him get released though. Yeah. But what does that say? What does that say about our time? It's kind of wild. You can back in the day, you would have an agent or y'all dog in the room. But public opinion, I think, sways more decisions than people think. Yeah. This is like a few years ago. This like whole ordeal would have been one of those things that probably all would have happened behind closed doors and people would have like speculated what happened. This one, we basically just saw everything play out before our eyes. Yep. Because he was posting everything, um, like letters from GMs, videos and everything. So we just saw like basically everything play out before our eyes. Yeah. I wonder if it's harder to be um, a GM of a sports team now than it ever has because, like, everything's out there. And then I don't I don't want to use, like, one of these domestic violence cases, but, like, somebody gets in trouble with the league or whatever, and you get all this pressure from the fan base. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that does public opinion sway your decision-making. Yeah. I don't know. Whereas in the past, all this stuff was kind of hidden. You didn't really yeah. know. Uh, whatever. We There's rumors, but... But now it's like everything's out there. Yeah. So I wonder for a GM, if you're, you're like, we're not going to have this guy on our team. He's a he's a he's a diva. Is he the best wide receiver in the league? Probably. But he's a diva, so we're going to cut him. I don't know. It's just crazy that, that Antonio is able to get on his Instagram, post something that changes his tra- trajectory completely. Yeah. And what for him would be seemingly very positive. Oh yeah. Financially not, in the short term. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's. I haven't like looked at his contract, but I'm pretty sure he has some. Kind of crazy incentives in that, this contract. I, I started reading on that yesterday. There's some they call them loopholes on how he can make more money. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been interesting. I have through this whole ordeal, I've gained. I know people hate Tom Brady, but I've gained a little bit of respect for him for sure. I was I saw I think it was before the games kicked off on Sunday. They were talking about why all these players like have fallen out of graces with teams, but then they come to the Patriots mm. and they like find their way. And they were just talking about like Tom Brady's strategy is to make them feel welcome. Like he's invites them to dinner, gives them hugs, makes them feel welcome and everything. And then apparently he's like offering Antonio Brown to like live with him and his wife. Yeah. He finds a place. He finds a place. But he just welcomes them. Okay. You're welcome here. It's a new chapter. We want you here. And I, th- I feel like that's what most athletes want is to feel like they're wanted. I mean, that's, I don't know. Or probably most humans. Yeah. And that's a Tom Brady's going to benefit from that. Oh, yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's, I think it's a good leadership move for sure. You know what else is crazy? Hmm. We don't have to keep talking about sports, but guess who's going to be back this year? Who? Gronkowski. <laughs> Do you see his interview? No. He did this thing. It looks like some talk he was doing. And somebody asked him at the very end, like, are you going to come back? And he cried. And he just said how much he hated football for a long time. Like, it was just so bad for him, and it put him in such a dark place. Um, But, like, towards the end of it, he's like, physically, I'm still there. If I get the if I get the bug back again, I could be back in a month or two. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of him the other day with his shirt off. Not because I was looking for it. Yeah, well, that's weird if I was looking for it, but it just popped up in my feed. 
that dude is for sure still in the physical shape. Oh, and he said he wants to stay that way. I think that if he gets, unless he's, I think he comes back. 2020. I saw somebody in one of our fantasy leagues already picked him up. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't either, man. You give him a few weeks to get back. He already knows the scheme. Especially, like, how good their team is now. Josh Gordon, Antonio Brown. That's like a guarantee another ring Gronk. if he just comes back. <sighs> Tom, yeah. Oh, Tom Brady? Yeah, who's that guy? The defense looks good. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I do think, watching all that play out, man, how interesting it is that as a brand or a person, like, you can really, if you storytell well, you can flip a lot of things on their head. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of traditional football guys, like, hate this. And they hate Antonio Brown. Yep. But I think, like, the mind shift, like, sports in general starting to shift and people are trying to, like, secure their future more than, like, yep. I don't know. Do you hear Larry Fitzgerald talking about, like, new age guys? No. wasn't bad. I mean, he just talked about having to adapt into a new locker room. He said before, like, I would just confront someone face-to-face. We would talk or I'd call him, we'd go meet. He's like, I can't get a hold of these guys. I have to text them. That's the only way I can talk to these guys is to text them. It's like it's just a new era. But he he didn't complain. He realizes that he's the old guy playing football yeah. and he's yeah. going to have to adapt to a new locker room. Yeah. I just don't understand when, like, I don't care if it's, like, business, if it's football, whatever it is. I just don't understand. Like, you're putting your body on the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to be selfish then the dollar amount should make sense for you to put your brain on the line. Yeah. And so if you feel like you can do this, I think the Zeke stuff, by the way, I don't think it was real. You don't? No. That's just my complete random theory. I think that Jerry and Zeke knew exactly what they were going to do. And I think that... Well, Jerry's already come out. He created that Zeke t-shirt. I know. Trying to... Make more trying, money. Trying to get a little... uh a quote so he can make a t-shirt out of it. Yeah. Genius. Yep. And Zeke was holding it up. And yeah. they were just mad at each other about it two weeks ago. No yeah. way, man. They were always on the same page. No one in that locker room was worried. And I think they knew that deal was getting done. Yeah. Now, probably. what they should probably. have done is probably signed Dak before the season started. Yeah. Because you're about to just give him a ton of leverage. Yeah. If he has a couple more games like that. Like, yeah. From week it. one, he's already got that leverage. They might want to go ahead and sign him today. Yeah. But it's been a it's been a interesting football season already. It we're has only, been. We're only a week in. I'm nerding out a little bit on the business side of it. Are you? In what way? I don't know. I just like thinking about, I don't know. I think it it just can reflect in your own life a lot. Like the more I like step back, because it's easy to get into this mentality of like for the team, which is I think the most beautiful narrative ever, you know, sacrifice for the team. And there's a time in your career I think you have to do that. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady's doing that right now. Yeah. I think he's done that a lot of his career, and it's worked out for him. But for some of these guys that won't have the longevity, like Melvin Gordon. Am I mad at Melvin Gordon? Yes. Does he have a chance to ruin my fantasy season? Yep. But if I was Melvin Gordon, would I do that? Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just I think that there's so many moving parts that we don't know on how things work. And I always thought that with the Dirt Nowitzki trade or the Dirt Nowitzki contract. Mm-hmm. Like he signed for way less. But I also think they probably said, you'll get paid later. Yeah. Football's also just like a a different sport, though, because, like, I guess it's true with um, any sport, but 
more so with football, like any like any minute during any game, your career could be over. Nick Foles may never start a football game again. Yeah, that dude for the Raiders last night. Yep, got carted off. Mate, what's his name uh, for Pittsburgh? Yeah, Ryan Shazier. Yeah, his career's done. Which, by the way, did you see him the other day? No, playing catch on the sideline, just walking around. Dude, that Looks was great. Was that last year that happened or the year before? I think it was two years ago. Dude, that was scary. Dude, he they showed him walking around and I got teary eyed. Because they said he'd never walk again, more than likely. Yeah. Well he I remember watching that live when that happened. I was like, that dude Was it a kickoff? Just got paralyzed. No, it's was no, it a, he, was it a play? Just he, a normal play. Yeah, he was just tackling somebody. I remember it being close to the fifty. Yeah. And he yeah. He yeah, he looked bad going down. I it think, wasn't a hard hit. And then he like tried to like sit up and oh. he like just couldn't. I was like, oh, that's not good. I think we just watched a dude get paralyzed. Dude. But yeah, good for him for walking and throwing a football around again. He's still never going to play again, but yeah, hey, I'm, you were, I'm assuming he's not at least. You were saying something to me earlier about uh, the the graphic. For oh, yeah. Can you explain that? Yeah, I don't la- understand it. Yeah, last night, um, the first Monday night, fo- they had two Monday night football games. Last night, in the first one, they had a new graphic for like the down and distance, um, and it was yellow. And a, apparently, a bunch of people were criticizing ESPN on Twitter about their graphic being yellow because every time, like the down and distance graphic came up, which is like every single after every single play, yep, they thought it was a flag. So, um, I, th- I think it was the second half of the first game they had already changed the graphic to like a new color, and then obviously the the second Monday night football game had that, that change graphic. But yeah. They, people just got on Twitter and were like, Hey, y'all need to change y'all's graphic because it looks like every time y'all put the down and distance, we think it's a flag and yep. they, they should make the change. Okay. Put yourself in the scenario of you and I are in the control room at ESPN. Mm-hmm. I think this is what most businesses do. And we have planned out for months what this broadcast is going to be like. And we've thought about everything. And and I'm sure they picked that yellow color because somebody in the art department said that it pops better and uh-huh. it's more eye-catching and it's going to be better for how everything works. So you've thought all this stuff through. And then all this stuff starts coming in on Twitter. People are like, hey, it looks like a flag. And everyone in the room has got to be like, hey, idiots, it's not a flag, it's a graphic. We've done the research. And I think that's where most people completely fail. Yeah. Is that they just kind of say, hey, we, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, and that's just a few people mad. But I think being able to take feedback on the fly. Yeah. Especially what? especially like with simple stuff like that. It's like changing the color of a graphic. Yeah. I think some people get even like too caught up in that. Like, nope, there's a reason we did this. I know yeah. a lot of people are complaining. We aren't changing it. But if it's something simple like that, and you aren't willing to like listen to people and receive feedback and make changes according to the feedback. Pride. Yeah. That's just pride. Yeah, there's you're probably gonna have more problems than people complaining about a graphic in the in the future. That happens a lot in the food game that we do with a lot of restaurants and stuff, and people will get bad reviews, and they always say the same thing. Like it's it's never like taken the same way. And I think when you start to see the same feedback over and over again, like hey, this waitress yeah. wasn't nice. It's like well, we know her; she is nice. It's yeah, like, well, thirty-two people over the last year said she wasn't. Yeah, and your customers are saying otherwise. And I think you should probably consider looking at that. Yeah, it doesn't pleasing your customers is a lot more the a lot more uh, beneficial for your business than 
pleasing your management. Yeah. You, For sure. If you don't have customers, there's probably not going to be any management in the future. And I think you can do it both ways. I don't think you have to like completely draw a line, but to go in and say like, hey, why is this happening? And help them make it better. You know, you don't have to like publicly reprimand the person, but to actually make sure that Shelly isn't yelling at the customers yeah. anymore. Yeah. And say like, hey, we want to make you better. Everybody buys in. But feedback, I don't know. I just think that there's too much pride. Yeah. And then you got like marketing agencies and stuff that get like, well, we did that for a reason. It's like, well, the reason you did it isn't working. Yeah. And people are telling you that. What if you didn't do it that way? Yeah. If there, if somebody's like complaining about the brand you've been building for a while, maybe not change that on the fly. If the, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. But yeah. if it's like a like a like a simple graphic that you can change on the fly to to appease those people, I think it's I think it's worthwhile to go and do it. Yeah, that's cool that they actually took that in. Yeah, they they did it pretty quick. A lot of things had to happen though. Like you had to have a, a social media team in place that was yeah. active. And also that social media team's got to be connected to somebody who can help actually make the change. Um, but I don't know, man. I think I've been I've been frustrated about that lately with people. Like refusing to receive feedback. Yeah. Yep. I'd agree. I'm talking to you. Oh shoot. I've only I've been hit I've been hitting at you about some stuff lately and you're just absolutely not listening. I've only been back for like three hours. I know. And and you've already made me really frustrated. What I do. Maybe you just aren't we'll talk about it off air. Maybe you just aren't Direct enough with your feedback. Maybe you're. Yeah, I've been using sarcasm. <laughs> maybe you're, yeah, maybe you've been a. Uh, it's that passive aggressive feedback. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think more people should reevaluate. If you're a business owner, that's my feedback for you today. Is I think you should ask people or find ways to receive feedback better, and like get genuine feedback. Don't ask friends that are going to tell you good things. You probably already know what you're good at, but you might be shocked to find out things that people are like, yeah. I just don't really like the way this works. Yeah. And if somebody walks in like, I don't like the way your, I don't like the way your sign looks. I don't think that's the feedback you're looking for. Yeah. But if it's something that can tangibly make someone's experience better. People watching ESPN, that made their experience better. I, yeah. I don't, I personally didn't notice it. I, I did notice it. I wasn't I, watching I, it. I was like questioning why they made it yellow. And. Where was the graphic? It was like in the, it's like where the flag graphic usually pops up. It was like in the bottom right. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It pops up. It's like above the clock. Mm-hmm. And it pops up and it was saying... It was saying just like third, third and eight. Oh, okay. Or whatever. It just had the down and distance. Um, yeah. They made the change in... What color did they make it? I don't, uh, I don't remember, actually. I don't know. I was, it confused me a, a few times, too. That I thought it was a flag. And it was just the... You millennials, the man. I know. I wasn't one of the people complaining on Twitter, though. I think that was... I was a, just going to get used to it. I think that's a great example, though. Is is that a is that genuinely that big of a deal to their brand? No. Probably not. But was it something that when two clicks they were pop, probably able to fix? Yeah. So and maybe not. It might have been harder than that. We've worked on some yeah. stuff like that that wasn't easy. But I don't know. I think that's if you can just barely turn a degree and do it. Yeah. Fun fact. That's why I'm wearing wearing a yellow shirt today. Is this set up for this? No. Just a. Uh, I don't know. Is that you? Are you? So are you on ESPN side or not? I'm on ESPN side. Oh, okay, okay. They yeah, shouldn't yeah. have changed it. No, they should have changed it. Oh, you're celebrating their positive change. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. celebrating them listening to feedback and making the change. Okay. Yeah. Can I give you some feedback on that shirt? Yeah. 
Don't wear it again. <laughs> Is that the feedback that you've been giving me? You've yeah, been hitting been that? all day. Like, hey, man, you want to wear another shirt in this podcast? <laughs> hey, you just want to do this podcast with no shirt yeah, on? Wait, man, I got an undershirt if you'd like to wear that. <laughs> no, I like that shirt a lot. I really do. I tell you that all the time. I look like I'm selling insurance today. You do? What's up with that? I don't know, man. That's not great. But I hadn't done laundry, and so this <laughs> is my last shirt left. Man. Yeah, I look like I'm about to make some cold calls. All our laundry is dedicated to Walker's clothes now. That dude's got so many clothes. How in the world does something that small well, have that much laundry everywhere? Because he pees on all his clothes. Uh, well, I feel like I do more laundry for Ellie than I would do by far for Katie and I. I got I to gotta figure out how to change diapers quicker because I give him too much time. I leave a window open for him to be able to pee. Do you have everything ready before you open his diaper? See, that's what I'm not good at. And even the nurses, when I, was, when I was changing his diaper at the hospital, she I like had the the diapers down like on the shelf on, one, on the cart and like the wipes down there. And I was changing his diaper, and she's like, it'd be a lot easier and quicker if you moved everything right here. And I s- still don't do that at home. I do it sometimes. I open the diaper, the mm-hmm. new one, I every time, open it, and then I drop it on Ellie's face. She laughs. Uh, I take it off. I sit on the side. I, I get the number of wipes I assume I'm going to need. I set them out before I open the diaper. I also think it's, I don't think it's, now that I think about it, I don't think it's a speed thing. I think he enjoys the warmth of those wipes because we have on those wipe warmers. Mm. And I think that just like relaxes him and soothes them, and he just loses control of his of his pee. Dang it! And he's gotten to the point where he like turns over a little bit on his side, and he just shoots it off the the dresser onto the onto the ground. Y'all got too bougie with the uh, warmer. I know. Well, we we didn't. Somebody bought it for us because Emily and I were on the same page. We're like, this dude's not gonna grow up and be like entitled to warm wipes. <laughs> I hope, he's, I hope he's 16 and still has a, a warmer in his uh, in his bathroom. He's like, he ain't getting rid of this. He's he's never using regular toilet paper. He's using warmed baby wipes. Yeah. He's got a solar solar charger in his bag at school just so that when he goes to the bathroom, it's uh, oh, all man. good. That's probably what this wipe warmer's done. It's probably ruined him. Now he's entitled to warm wipes. No. There's worse things he could be entitled to. There, That's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of making my life hard when he's just peeing on me every time because he's warm wipes. I blame it on it. Is that why you, is that why you wore that bad shirt today? Because yeah. the shirt's been peed on. Yeah, this shirt didn't start out yellow. This was a white shirt. Jeez, man, two weeks of really messed also you apparently up. Walker's super dehydrated. Yeah, if he's able to dye my shirt yellow, that used to be a pretty cool shirt. Yep, until we had a baby. Yeah, gosh, man, you're just so selfless. It's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. He apparently has never peed on Emily. So either either she... <laughs> That's user error. Which I, which I know she has a better diaper changer than me. And but person. it's either because she's a lot more quicker at changing the diaper or because he's just messing with me. Yeah. That sounds like user error. It probably is. So you got to work on your technique. Yeah, I think that's it. You should watch her a couple of times do it. Yeah. She does do it super quick. I just picture her now, just like, yep. yeah, I'll, I'll do a lot of things and not have to change a poopy diaper. I'm saying it now. I think I, uh, I don't know. At Ellie's party, I had to change one and it was coming out of uh, her like swim diapers. Mm-hmm. And I was in the other room going, oh, for like five. It was the worst diaper ever. It was everywhere, everywhere. And I was just yeah. mad. Now I'm now I'm in a bad mood for the rest of the day. We, we haven't had like a real bad one yet. 
No, I have a I have a pretty strong stomach, so it doesn't really bother me that much. But we haven't had. It, like may, a, it probably won't ever bother you. Though. We haven't had like a blowout or anything like that yet. Those those first like few days, poops like those those black tarry poops. Yeah, those are bad. Yeah, I just felt like I was smearing it all over and while trying to wipe it off. That was kind of bad. We've really gotten into some good substance yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. All I have to say, don't entitle your kids with warm wipes. You know what happens when you do that, Because they will start peeing on you. You know what happens when you do that? What? You grow up, you turn into Antonio Brown, and you start feeling entitled to what team you should be yep. on. I bet he got warm wipes. I'll bet he did. I bet he freaking did. Yep. And, and now he's playing with the most entitled team on earth. Cycle of entitlement. And yep. it all started with warm wipes. With warm wipes. Man, we just we just dissected a bunch of stuff. We did. And I would like to be for the record and say I do love Antonio Brown. Yeah. And I hated the Patriots growing up, and I love them now. If love not, them meaning respect the organization. If nothing else, he's entertaining. He's the best athlete on the field. Besides Tom Brady. Yeah. Depends on what you Although, I don't, I don't know if Tom Brady could run in under 640 right now. Oh, no way. If he fell forward, you know, like one of those falls where you take six extra steps? That he might. You know who looked like he had some wheels on Sunday? Dak Prescott. It was Eli. No. Get out of here, dude. That just made me mad. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard you <laughs> that say. That dude for sure had warm wipes. Oh, dude. And that other quarterback, that Eli's younger brother, got out there and fumbled. Bum. <laughs> dude, when he turned that corner and saw Van Der Esch right there, I think he fumbled before he got hit. I, I, I missed miss that. Oh, yeah, you didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, he got dropped. You know what? That's just, that's just how them boys do. That's just how them <laughs> boys do. I'm feeling a Super Bowl run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what does he say? Hmm? What does he say? If you feel me, knock on wood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems like a kind of weird dude. Yeah, I like Gruden. What about it? What was the other thing? He, oh, the the um, counting backwards from 100 by threes. Oh, yeah. Which I did that. I tried it after they showed that on, on Hard Knocks. By yourself? Yeah. Out it's, loud? It's pretty easy. Did you do it out loud? Because he, he like doesn't do it that super quick. There's, there's He goes on a roll, though. There's certain... 100, 97, 94, 91, 88. Yeah. And like he just like... You, you can tell that he has to stop and think. It's not like something he's memorized. I could do it, but not fast. Yeah. I don't he's, know. Yeah, he seems like a quirky dude, though. Yeah, I like him. Also, I got to get off here and get get a few things done because obviously this will already be out, but in an hour, um, Apple is releasing all their new products. And I'm very excited about that. The nerd in me, that's why I'm dressed this way today. Just in case they need to call me in for the keynote. You should have been dressed in a black turtleneck then. Yeah, or just black jeans. They, they're trying to get a little more trendy. Oh, are they? I watched a video last just night. Black team, black jeans. I've never seen this before, but I watched a video last night. It was four minutes long of all the times over a certain time period that Steve Jobs got mad during the keynotes. Did he get mad a lot? There's a couple times that he just gets real sassy. Like, he's like uh, trying to do a demo and it's going real slow. You know, he's like, you can tell he's getting fresher and he's like, um, he like makes a comment about people being on the Wi-Fi and they go to like a break and they come back and he's talking to the crowd and he's like, hey, we figured out why this is, this is going slow and it's because there's 622 devices in here connected to the Wi-Fi. So we have two options. One, you can all disconnect from the Wi-Fi and put your computers underneath your chairs so we can finish this demo. Or two, we can just not do the demos. 
what would you like to do? And then he like he's like people start doing. It. He's like, also I'd like for you to police each other. If someone next to you is on the Wi-Fi, tell him to stop. And Sorry. he's like sitting there just watching the most bitter moments. I thought I totally thought you said something else there that I'm not going to repeat. Instead of I heard something else when you said police each other. Never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, but yeah, man. he did that, and then there was another time. He, uh, I forgot what he was ranting about. He was ranting about people giving him feedback or something. But yeah, he's just super funny, just getting real mad. Oh, he's getting mad at people for having their phones on. He said, hey, I walk, when I was sitting back there, I heard a lot of phones ding. So if we could all take a few seconds and click over to vibrate, that'd be great. Like ding with the Android ding? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was bitter. But I'm glad you're back, man. Yep. It's like I lost some uh, podcasting chops. Kind of forgot how to do it. Oh man, this is episode ninety. We're ten episodes away from going into season two. Oh, we're doing seasons. I decided that while you were gone, if that's all right. Okay. I'd like to do a season two. Okay. And we'll start that at one hundred and one. So each season is going to be like hundred episodes, like three years long. No. Three sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Maybe a year and a half. <laughs> we should probably do them shorter, but yeah, we'll do that. Um. If you're still listening, uh, we've thanks for being patient with us. We took a two-week break. I did record a solo podcast that got deleted today on accident. And it was at, because it was absolutely terrible. Ooh, I'm just kidding. I didn't even listen to it. It was so much fun. Was it? What yeah. did you, you talk about? Um, people being soft. Seriously. <laughs> did, did you go in with something that you're going to talk about, or did you just come in here and sit down and start talking? Yeah, I had a little bit in my brain. Like, I had two lines written down, and it was just, it was basically on the logistics of people being, like, basically the, the thing that I was frustrated about is people, like, they always look for an excuse, right? Like, if your business didn't work, it just didn't work. It doesn't matter why. You failed, you know, or you, you lost an account or you lost a customer. Like, instead of, like, trying to figure out, like, make reasons to make you feel better, how do you make it better? Mm-hmm. And so I just ranted for... 30 minutes ago, it was so refreshing. I'm kind of offended that you came in with more of a plan for your solo podcast than you do with our podcast. I mean, I just want to get I want to get in touch with you again. I missed you. I texted you for two straight weeks and you never once responded. I know. I was worried about you. I was worried about you. Thanks, man. And thanks for saving our dog. And thanks for Chick-fil-A last night. Hey, you're welcome, man. Thanks for letting us see your kid. Yeah. Cute little kid. That's a, you, you can't ever see him again, though. That's fun. That was the last yeah. time. He's going to be weak anyway. Um, That's not now. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Episode 90. The Good will be back on this week. Uh, we're back on normal schedule. I do have some guests. I kind of just pulled the plug when Jared went out because I needed to take a break too. And I created one graphic without Jared and did one, and Jared didn't like it because it didn't look good. So It's just a weird font. It, first off, and I spent too much time trying to find it because no other font looked even close to the other one. Yeah. I was so frustrated. I just, I literally spent two hours one night and then the next morning just said, yep, I'm posting it. I'm just posting it. So, um, yeah, we're back on the schedule. The good's back. Modern Mad Men will be back. So, uh, do we have any questions or anything? Any no. Interest? Okay. We got some, uh, some Antonio Brown talk going on. Shout uh, out. Shout out to AB. Not really. Anything applicable? Not really Apple any uh, questions. Illuminati confirmed. I mean, I think we confirmed that by, by episode 11 on this thing. So, yeah. If you're watching the feed, too. If you're ever watching the feed and you want to roast Jared Scher or something, you can do that, too. 
We always welcome that. Or me. I'd love to be roasted. Yeah. I know what I look like today. Yeah, I, it's not great. You look that, terrible. And, I, and I'm okay with that. You'd look even worse if your headphones were off and your booty fade was actually visible. Oh, dude, are you are you kidding me? Yeah, that's flow for days. All right. Thanks for listening. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin Scratching a lucky strike ad mad men My rapping is sorta old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hopping, mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Don Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in a pocket, plus hot with a suit on We mad men <laughs>